Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the second episode of the Nerd Apocalypse. I'm your host, Jay. I'm here with Matthew. Hi. So, uh, we're one man short today, but we're going we're gonna to still uh, have a good time and talk about some uh, nerdy stuff, keep it going. Um, this week, we're going to talk about the new uh, miniseries, comic miniseries, X-Men Schism, or I guess it's Regener- Regenerous, X-Men Regen- Regenesis or something? Regenesis, right. Um, which I guess is the overall... Uh, the overall story, but I, I guess schism is just a, a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, this looks pretty interesting. Um, it basically has Wolverine and Cyclops kind of having a schism between the two of them and um, them figuring out who's the most badass character in X-Men and just battling it out, this brutal war. So, Yeah, so p- apparently, you know, Wolverine has... Um sort of disagreed with uh, a decision made by Cyclops. And so that's what sort of spurs this battle on. Um, and as, as you see the, the sort of uh, preview panels, um, they get pretty gruesome. So, Yeah, I, I mean, Wolverine getting uh, half his face blown <laughs> off uh, by Cyclops, but still fighting. Yeah, all right, you got my money. I'll, I'll read it. Um, but we were talking uh, offline just how ultimately ludicrous, yeah, I, I mean... It obviously not being real is ludicrous, but um, but in that world, how it doesn't really make sense for them to this fight to last more than about eight seconds. Uh, I mean, I guess there's some sort of giant sentinel or something that's happening during yeah. the story. Yeah, sort of in the background somewhere, like trying to yeah, kill yeah. both of them. So I guess they're sort of dodging and dodging the sentinel while still fighting. But I'm pretty sure Wolverine would win this fight pretty easily, right? I mean. Yeah. He's damn near indestructible in the comics at this point. Yeah, especially since, you know, Magneto has already, you know, extracted his skeleton and he's still regenerated from that, so. Right, but, okay, so I didn't, I remember when that happened and I didn't follow up on it, and maybe, Matthew, you did, so you you can tell me. I have no idea. But, so after Magneto ripped the adamantium off of his bones, like, he gets it back, right? Because for a while he had just... Just, just the bone yeah, claws. just the bone claws. Right, and, and then they gave it back to him, I guess. Yeah, I, I followed it for a little while, and I don't know exactly the point at which he got the adamantium back. Right. Yeah, I, I had no idea, but it was nice to see that he had it back, because that's sort of his signature thing at this point. Yeah. Besides being basically God in the comic. <laughs> I mean, in the Marvel Universe, he's, he's probably, I mean, I guess next to Sentry or something like that, he's, he's like God. He can't be killed. Well, it's like we were talking about earlier. If you were to pit Superman against him, you know, Superman is not going to be able to beat him. So that's no. sort of the, the, the standard test. Right, yeah. You've gone a little too far. I mean, at one point in uh, Old Man Logan, the Hulk eats <laughs> Wolverine. And, dig- you know, he basically digests him and chews him up. And then, like, a couple hours later or a day later, Wolverine regenerates and bursts through his stomach, killing him. Well, at least he bursts through and doesn't come out the other end. Yeah, so. well, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. That, worst, that worst superpower ever. But, yeah, I mean, at, at some point you got to go, okay, guys. I mean, he, he should have some limits, but he doesn't. They've, they've written him to the point now where he has zero limits. So, I don't know. I think Cyclops blowing his face off, eh, fine, whatever. I'll just stab you and I'll win. Big well, deal. I mean, if you look at, uh, what was it, um, Last Stand? where he's trying to get to Phoenix and right. he's totally being melted away. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, that's true. Well, Last Stand was... <laughs> Last Stand was horrendous. One, don't get Brett Ratner to do any movie. 
ever that that you care about. He's a, he's he's a good think, rush hour, you know. <laughs> those just those went downhill really fast. I really enjoyed the first one. I thought thought it was great for what it was, but by the third one, it was just like, hey, there's another joke. It's yeah. gonna be rush hour seven. And do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? It's yeah. gonna be like joke number twenty. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, it was like, oh, that was funny the first time. Oh, I get it. He doesn't speak English. That's yeah. that's hilarious because he's in America. Oh, okay. Way, way to go, Brett Ratner. You're amazing. So, I don't know. I I thought X-Men Last Stand was bad. Yeah, it was, it was bad. It was bad. I, I mean, I remember seeing the theaters and going, what happened? X-Men 2 was awesome. <laughs> you know, well, but no, Brian Singer. So, you know, that's well, what happened. Yeah, I mean, you know. I've seen a lot of people give Brian Singer a lot of shit for um, his X-Men movies and they don't like them and what have you, but I don't know. I mean, even if those movies reverted back to Marvel, which I don't see happening anytime soon, I can't imagine they're going to be much better than X-Men 2. I mean, in quality of story. I mean, Singer, Singer knew what he was doing. He was good at making an ensemble cast and everything else. Well, I mean, that's true. And then, and then we talked about last week the, uh, the Magneto costume at the end of uh, First Class and how that... Really, I think it resembled more of the comic book costume than any of the costumes in the Singer movies. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that was a big plague on his films. I mean, all the black leather, I mean, yeah. it was a yeah. little bizarre. But, I mean, you have to, I don't know, you got to play with it because the, the X-Men costumes are pretty out there. Yeah, yeah. I, there. I think it was a good, you know, happy medium. But I, yeah. what I'm saying is, you know, it does look kind of ludicrous to see that in live action. Yeah, it, it did just didn't look good. I mean, the black leather, it was like, well, at least that, I mean, it makes a little bit more mm-hmm. sense. But then you look back, you know, like there was no uniqueness to the characters. Yeah. They all just look like drones and, in, in, you know, in order. Um, but now that, you know, they make those they make those suits for uh, motorcycle uh, riders. You can buy those the X-Men the suits. The X-Men suits? Yeah, you can. That are actually, <laughs> you know, like full leathers so that when you're riding your motorcycle, you can pretend to be Hugh Jackman or riding your Harley. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing cool about that. There's nothing cool about wearing that, incidentally. Uh, if you wear it, you're a gigantic dork. And not in a good way. Not in a good way. Um, yeah, so, so I don't know. The schism thing is kind of funny. I'm, I'm excited to read it just because, I, one, I thought the art looked badass. I thought it looked yeah. really great. And two, I just want to understand, how do you make a fight between basically an immortal and a regular dude? Last more than two last seconds. Last two <laughs> seconds. Yeah, I mean, that's like... That's the same reason why it's frustrating to watch Superman and Lex Luthor be on the same screen. Like, hey, I'm Lex Luthor. I'm going <laughs> to get you. No, I'm going to take you to space and then kill you. There, I won. Superman wins. Like, that's it. But you have to, well, I guess, keep coming up with creative ways of doing it. Yeah, I mean, but that's also the whole ethical dilemma of Superman, too. I mean, right. Yeah, you know, like, you should that. he kill the guy? Wolverine doesn't have an ethical dilemma. He exactly. would kill Cyclops. Are you kidding? Like, <laughs> oh, right in the eye. <laughs> yeah, well, we're friends. Yeah, we were friends. Bam, you're dead. Okay, moving on. I'm, I'm now the new leader. <laughs> I'm no longer the de facto leader. I am the leader of the X-Men. I mean, but you just don't know. I, I'm interested to see how this really mm-hmm. turns out. Um, I, I love the Marvel. I had said this in the last episode. Marvel nails the miniseries mm-hmm. so well. And it's supposed to be really good. I mean, I'm looking forward to reading that. I, I think it's almost over now. Yeah, this one. This, this one's the number last five, one. and it comes out in October. Right, and that's the, yeah. that's the last one, yeah. right? So probably around December or something like that, you'll yeah. get a trade paperback on that, which is good because that's that's really the way. I mean, unless it's digital, most of the stuff I read, I just buy trade paperbacks. It's just easier. You can just sit and read four or five comics in a row, and you don't have to go in. Hey, get this one thirteen-page <laughs> comic once every two months or something. That's uh, kind of a fun pain, yes. But, I mean, you were just talking about uh, offline earlier the fact that you didn't really like buying the digital ones because of the fact that it's $3 well, and something for one well, comic. Right. Well, that yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's the other dilemma is do you pay the three, I think two ninety nine or three ninety nine for some comics? Like three ninety nine, Dude, I'm, it's digital. You only made one. And then you, were, you just put it on a server. Here, download them. I mean, it, I think the digital copy should be a buck. In my opinion, it should be maybe maybe a dollar fifty. And, and I don't know. Do they offer the digital copy with the the paperback copy? Not that I've ever seen. Uh, no. That would be a good way to kind of compromise. I think. Yeah, I, I could see yeah. that. Like or, or vice versa. You yeah, know, you I, get a certificate for the. Yeah, you just go in the store. Here's yeah. my digital certificate. Yeah. Can I have the comic? Yeah, I, I could totally see that. That that would work. But I think that's the reason why digital comics, where they've taken off a little bit, they haven't taken off so much because they're the same price. Yeah. 
Why would I? What's the point? I might as well buy the tangible one where I can go back and read it anytime, whether I have my iPad or Android tablet with me or not. You know, I yeah. mean, I, I, I think that's important. I mean, I have comics. I'm looking at them right now. And it's kind of cool to go back and read them. But carrying my iPad around and having hundreds of comics, yeah, you can't really argue with that. Yeah, that's yeah, true. It's fantastic. And they don't take up any space. I mean, they're tiny. So I, I, I do like that idea. So. I don't know. Check out Schism. If people have uh, if, if people have seen it, um, or, or have read the other the other issues, you know, give us a give us a show. We'll mm-hmm. give you some information on how to contact us, and we'd love to hear your opinions because I'd actually really like to know what people thought about it. Yeah, and and maybe we can put it up on the blog the uh, the photos so people can take a look at the the preview shots. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, so uh, connecting back to uh, the last episode. Um, we talked about Punisher Warzone and that um, that great movie, and um, just sort of the Punisher movie series in general, starting with Dolph Lundgren and Thomas Jane and um, Ray Stevenson, and then uh, on to Ray Stevenson. Um, so now Joe, um, God, what is this guy's last name? Joe know. Mangatinello or something like yeah. that. Yeah, God, I'm gonna butcher his name. I know it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, the guy who plays El Cid uh, on True Blood, uh, who was up to play Superman but lost to uh, Henry Cavill, he says that he would like to play Punisher, and to quote him, he says, I'd love to do a version of The Punisher, but it would have to be directed by Michael Mann, like a hardcore R-rated version of The Punisher. Now, I agree with that. It has to be R-rated, but I don't think he's seen Punisher Warzone. Because yeah, that, that was barely <laughs> under NC-17. Yeah. Um, when it comes to violence. Maybe he's actually wanting to make it milder. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, with a story. Yeah. All right, you know. Yeah. I mean, Michael Mann's done some pretty great stuff. I mean, we were sort of just looking up uh, some old Michael Mann movies and uh, reminiscing. But, I mean, he's done things like um, Collateral, Ali, Heat, which is mm-hmm. such a great movie. If, if you could make a Punisher movie in the vein of Heat, that yeah. would be amazing. I would, I'd see that in a heartbeat. Um, he did do Miami Vice, Mm. Mm. Yeah, might not have wanted to go with Colin Farrell on that one. Yeah, because he's terrible. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. Colin Farrell but, sucks. But he's in Fright Night. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna go see that. <laughs> no, it looked it looked awful to me. I mean, I think on Rotten Tomatoes it had like 74, percent which I thought it was gonna be really bad. I thought yeah. it was like 25. percent I mean, incidentally, Green Lantern is like 26. percent That's so. true. <laughs> I think Fright Night had like a four dollar budget, so <laughs> a four dollar budget. It might as well have been four bucks. I mean, it had no promotion, nothing, it and was, one big actor. Yeah, they're like, hey, it's Fright Night, and uh, McLovin from uh, <laughs> from uh, that other movie, Superbad, from Superbad, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like okay, and the kid from Star Trek. They're like, yeah, what's that guy's name? Yeah, don't worry about it. You can't pronounce it. And then that was it. Like, they didn't talk about. Yeah, it. I forgot about him being in there. Yeah. yeah. So apparently, I mean, he's the main character, actually. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, so. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't think we need a Punisher who um, has a sensitive side. Yeah, <laughs> like my I guess my issue, and I, I don't think this guy is a bad actor. Um, Manganiello, Joe Manganiello. Yeah, there you go. Manganiello is his name. I'm trying to look at the the spelling of it, and I'm just going to butcher it. But I don't think you need a guy like Joe Manganiello only because you know it's like it's like a good looking dude. You know, every picture you look online, this guy's got, never has a shirt on. I guess he's allergic to shirts or something. <laughs> They um, chafe. <laughs> he chafe his, his incredible abs or something. But you you got this guy, and he's like, you know, you could put this guy in as the Punisher, and I'm sure he'd probably be perfectly fine as the role, but it would be more to attract, like, a female audience. Like, mm-hmm. oh, look at Joe Manganiello. Remember him from True Blood? Remember how hot he is? Come see him kill people. It'll be awesome. But, like, have you read the Punisher comics? Because dude is not, like, a, a male model. Guy is like a grizzled old mm-hmm. veteran who's crazy who kills a lot of people. That's it. I don't need I don't need Joe Manganiello. No, no, no. You need Ray Stevenson. He looks like the guy who would be a grizzled cop, a former cop. That's what he looks like. Like his face has just been pulverized by someone. Yeah, like he could fix his note, broken nose with a pencil, exactly. like in the last movie. So I I don't know. I I think trying to like teen it up, like tween it up, like oh he's so hot. Like why don't you just have that. Lautner kid from uh, the those Twilight movies yeah. of the Punisher at that point. I mean, Tyler Lautner, or yeah, yeah, Taylor Lautner, yeah. yeah there you go. Like, why don't why don't you just have 
that guy as the Punisher if you're going that route. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. But I, I think it's sort of bizarre that he just like brings it up out of nowhere. You know, I, I'd like to do a Punisher movie. Like, where did that come from? Right, exactly. Um, I mean, I, I guess maybe he heard the the first podcast. He's like, yeah, hey, yeah, know, that's what it was. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, those movies do suck. Yeah, maybe <laughs> I should do them. Like, no, you shouldn't. Like, I I thought that what they were gonna do because. Um, What's his name? Zack Snyder came out and said, you know, he really liked Joe Manganiello. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Oh, for Superman. But I, I think what happened was his schedule for True Blood didn't work out. Mm. Which sucks for him. Yeah, yeah. Because that was it's a way bigger role playing Superman than... Um, playing um seed on True Blood. But that being said, you know, he said, well, you know, I almost want to give, Snyder said, oh, I almost want to give him another role in the movie um, because I felt sorry f- that he couldn't, you know, couldn't be Superman because I really liked him as the role. And, like, not to, not to say he didn't like Henry right. Cavill, obviously. Um, although I think Cavill looks more like Superman. Yeah, than, I definitely would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, but did he give him another role? I mean, did he find another spot? No, for him? I, I don't think so. I thought that maybe he was going to give him a role like as Metallo or something like okay. that, which would have been awesome. Yeah. So maybe maybe uh, Jim Anginello shows up as um, Metallo in another movie or something mm-hmm. like that, which would be cool because they're both him and Cavill are gigantic human beings yeah. and watching them punch the crap out of each other for two hours. All right. You got my money. I'll pay. I'll pay the couple I'd of bucks. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. So I don't know. I don't think we need a good-looking, brooding uh, Punisher. You just need a brooding Punisher who looks mad, is mad. Yeah, he just doesn't have the face for it. No, I don't think. I think he's too clean-cut yeah. to be to be the Punisher. Um, I mean, any comics I've ever seen in the Punisher, he looks like he looks like he's had his face smashed in a couple times. Yeah, and I'm sorry. Yeah, you have like a beer belly, you know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's seen harder times. Yeah, <laughs> he needs a drink. You know, I mean that's that's the Punisher I grew up with. So I don't know. I, I mean, no offense to Ray Stevenson, but Ray Stevenson looks like he uh, he's had the crap kicked out of uh, him in life. And um, yeah, I don't know. I think just if you're gonna do another Punisher movie, like we said last time, is make a make a real script. Make me care about that guy. You know, I mean, yeah. you don't have to reboot it because I think that's unnecessary. It's already been rebooted once. Um, but just the next time, just make it make you care about that character. Show him like he didn't really get he didn't really lose at all. You know, he didn't no. really get beaten up. I want to see the Punisher go after a couple of guys. Just get the crap kicked out of him. Like, hey, we were waiting on you. And then, you mm-hmm. know, him get stabbed a couple of times. It's like uh, in Kick-Ass. Right. 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 When he first goes out and he's like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to. You know, I'm going to beat up these guys. And they just, like, they stab him. He gets hit by the car, you know. That's how he gets his superpower. Come on. Right, yeah, no, you can't feel anything. You <laughs> can't right. feel anything. What a superpower. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My body is messed up. But I have nerve damage. <laughs> I can actually stick my hand on the oven and never feel it. Yep. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a great superpower in yeah. quotes, <laughs> I guess. But that's what I'd like to see. Like, give it, like, make him, make him more vulnerable. I mean, he was like Superman- for we the didn't most even part, get his in backstory very much. I mean, you, you heard like a blip of you know his family was murdered because of a mob. You know, he, he witnessed a mob murder, and that right. was sort of the well. Did you see? Did you see the first Punisher with Thomas Jane? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I just I the way that I looked at it is it was just a totally separate movie. Oh no! They just sort of they didn't reboot it. They just sort of moved Continued on to the it. next yeah, yeah, yeah. The next chapter, which is why I guess you didn't get so much background. But I mean, f- for me, you don't even need. I mean, it's a revenge flick. Yeah. He killed, you know, they killed his parent or his family. You know, he looks into the screen, <laughs> raises his arm and yells. And then it's more know, of that yelling into the screen. Yeah. Like in Conan the Barbarian, <laughs> there's lightning that happens behind him. And um, then he goes off and he, you know, gets a couple of guns and, you know, kills mobsters a lot. Um, that's I mean, it's pretty easy. It's not yeah. it's not hard. It's amazing how he has no superpowers and he's like the hardest comic book character to pull off. You yeah, know, that's true. Yeah, I mean, every all the other ones were but bitten maybe, by spiders and stuff like that. But but maybe that's what makes him the hardest. I mean, if it's over the top, it's you can a little bit easier to just to go play. over the top. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. And he just yeah. had to play over the top crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, you but you do need you do need a guy who I think looks looks grizzled. I don't mm-hmm. I don't think you can make Joe um, Manganiello. I don't think you can really make him look all that grizzled. 
without it just being like ridiculous. Yeah, and two, we discussed earlier, um, you know, just having like thirty scenes of him taking off his shirt is probably what's going to happen. Yeah, if he, yeah, if he were a Punisher, absolutely, yeah. it would be like, hey, it's why are you <laughs> fighting those guys with no shirt on? I'm the Punisher. Yeah, but I also look good. I also, st- I stay fit, by the way. Yeah, thumbs yeah. up, kids. Yeah, so I, I think that's unnecessary. Yeah. Um. So uh, next, this is kind of cool. Uh, Nike decided to release uh, the infamous Back to the Future mm-hmm. shoes. Um, you remember the auto lace for, like for Nike Max? I think Nike Max, it. right? Um, for all those uh, old folks out there who saw the original Back to the Future, um, remember part Marty two. <laughs> Part Two? That's right. That's right. Um, Marty McFly's uh, auto lacing uh, Nikes that he had. So Nike decided to release those, and um, I don't know. Yeah. They, I mean, they look pretty cool. They, yeah. they light up. You have to plug them in to, to. Uh, they actually have a plug yeah. to keep them charged so that they light up. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yeah. I thought maybe they were battery powered or something. Yeah, no, no. It's just like an ACD or AC adapter. Um, but unfortunately, they do not auto lace. Yeah, yeah. So That's the big downfall. Yeah, and that and that that I was. I was really excited. I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. And then it's like, oh, they don't auto lace. Oh, yeah. also, they're going for $8,000. But see if they just included the auto-drying jacket with it. That would be perfect. I'd buy know? it. Yeah. I'd yeah. buy it. The full, the full, uh, the full <laughs> outfit. Yeah. And the uh, color-changing hat. The color-changing hat. Inside-out jeans, everything. Everything <laughs> is cooler in the future. Jaws 27 yes. or whatever it was. <laughs> um, God, those movies are so great. Well, the third one wasn't so great, but the first two yeah. are amazing. Yeah. I love the Back to the Future movies. Um, so, yeah, so they're they're actually au- auctioning them off only on eBay. I, I forget yeah, how many pair. That's uh, fifteen hundred pairs. Fifteen hundred. Yeah, and um, they're auctioning them off to raise money for Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. You know, for Michael J. Fox um, and his foundation. So it's it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely go check them out. I'm sure they're they're probably on the the front of Nike's website. Yeah, they have. Um they have them on the actually on the eBay website. It's the banner at the top, and you can also get um, there's like pins, uh, like a, an actual pin of the shoe that you can buy that that gives money to uh, Michael J. Fox's foundation as well. Yeah, and I think yeah. I think that's kind of a I mean that's a cool thing. I mean, I mean Parkinson's is such a, a such a brutal disorder. So mm-hmm. I mean, if you can help, hey, do it. If hey, and if you have six thousand or eight thousand yeah. dollars to buy the, the <laughs> shoes, then. I mean, they look terrible. I mean, they <laughs> yeah, look they, ridi- they, they look are. ridiculous. But as far as a little bit of like movie history, that it's kind of neat. So, and a couple of years back, they did have um, a less uh, ludicrous version that they put out. Yeah. Um, so, but but they say in 2015 that they'll have uh, the auto laces. The so. auto laces. Yeah. I- I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Get on it, Nike. And actually, Nike um, bought a patent to do auto lacing uh, a couple months ago. So everyone was like, oh my God, they're going to do it, which is cool. I think if they released yeah. auto lacing shoes, people would be all over it. Oh, I, yeah. I would. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I'm lazy. <laughs> Click. <laughs> oh, awesome. Let's go. And, and all those people that paid $8,000 for a pair of shoes wouldn't have the auto lacing ones. Suckers. Yeah. Also, they're helping. Yeah. <laughs> but, but besides that, they're total suckers. Total suckers. Um, yeah. So, um, this week in trailers, um, there's a trailer we just watched called Straw Dogs with uh, James Marsden, uh, who played Cyclops in the X-Men movies, and uh, Jimmy Olsen in uh, Superman Returns. Yes, that's true. Um, and Alex Skarsgård from uh, True Blood, Eric. Um, and Kate Bosworth, who played Lois Lane from Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, all these oh, are yeah. really... That's yeah. true. She, she was with him in Superman. I didn't yep. make that connection. Yeah, gosh, she was terrible, yeah. Lois Lane. <laughs> Kate Bosworth, you should be ashamed of yourself. You did an awful job. Now, maybe it's not her fault, but yeah, it was terrible. She it was just bad, just overly yeah. bad. Um, well, you know, she was no Margot Kidder, so... No, she wasn't. She <laughs> definitely wasn't. I, I don't know. I, I mean, a little side note... I think Margot Kidder was great in that role because she was sort of a tough chick. Yeah. I mean, I mean that role requires that. Mm-hmm. She was she was great. I think that um God, I'm drawing a complete blank on her name who's going to play uh um Lois Lane in the new one. Um she has that toughness about her. Mm-hmm. She's great. Um I don't know if you ever saw um what about Terry Hatcher? Terry Hatcher. <laughs> <laughs> I never, uh, a, a confession, I never watched a single episode of Lewis and Clark. No Lewis and Clark for you? No. <laughs> was it good? Did you watch I, it back in the I day? I watched it when I was a kid. Oh, my God. 
like 92. Yeah, right? something like that. Yeah. I, th- <laughs> I think, you know what? Actually, I want to say, I, I'm pretty sure that that is on Netflix right now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Not ever going to watch that. What about I, the Flash series? That was on around the same time. Mm, I think I may have seen <laughs> one episode. Yeah. Oof, that was... You uh, know, Mark Hamill was in that. Are you serious? Yeah, he was uh, one of the villains one time. Yeah. What, Anti-Flash? Or <laughs> no, no. It was Captain like, Cold? I can't remember exactly which one it was. It was some bizarre toy. Maybe the Toy Maker or something? Oh, God, yeah. really? Yeah. Jesus, that is a terrible... <laughs> that was a terrible villain. Oh, I love Super Friends, but man, you can't put any of that stuff in real real <laughs> life. The Toy the Toy Master. A toy Master, that's toy what master. it was. Terrible yeah. villain. Um, yeah, I, I did not, I did not care for her. Um, yeah, I didn't care for her as, uh, Lois Lane, but yeah, the, um, what was the new movie? Um, where Christian Bale and, uh, Marky Mark with, uh, Oh, uh, the fighter, the fighter. Um, did you see that? Did you check that out? No, I'm going to, it's on streaming. So, yeah. It's, yeah. and it's, it's an excellent, it really is an excellent film, but Marky Mark's <laughs> Marky Mark, his, <laughs> his girlfriend in the, in the movie is the I, I f- I'm drawing a complete blank on her name. Um, she's playing Lois Lane, Amy um, Adams. Amy Adams, that's right. There you go. Um, and she's playing Lois Lane. Well, when you watch the fighter, you'll know she <laughs> is perfect for Lois Lane. There's a scene, man. It's like, yeah, she's pretty tough. Yeah, it's it's great, and she does a fantastic Boston accent. It's it's awesome. It's hilarious. So as Lois Lane. No, 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 no. I was going to say, it's... <laughs> Boston accent <laughs> in, in Superman. Oh. <laughs> they should do an all-Boston version of Superman. I'd pay to see that. Pak the Khan, Havid This movie's going to be wicked smart. Um, so, yeah, Amy Adams, she's, she's good. She's a very good actress. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to watching her as uh, Lois Lane. Definitely better than Kate Bosworth. I, I don't know where they got her for that role at all. I'd, she kind of mm. came out of left field. I don't yeah. even. I don't even know what she was in before. Blue Crush, I think. Wow. Yeah, yeah. she was. Not that enough, was the only one I remember. Not enough yeah. for me to <laughs> to co-sign that. No, no, no. Good lord, no. Um, so yeah, Straw Dogs starring those those guys. Um, that looks pretty good. That's yeah. sort of a very similar. Uh, last house. Last house on the left. Yeah. Where you know. A normal couple is driven to the edge, and what will they do to survive sort of movie. But, I don't know. Looks like they do a lot to survive, because yeah. they kick the crap out of these guys. <laughs> um, it looks good. Yeah. Uh, I think it comes out, what, September 16th? Was so next Friday. Next Friday. Yeah, yeah so, um, yeah, check out the trailer. It's on Apple, uh, apple.com slash trailers. Uh, it's called Straw Dog. Uh, Straw Dogs, excuse me. And, um, yeah, it looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah I'd say check yeah. it out. Um, it's got a lot of nerdy oriented folks in it <laughs> people from uh, superman and true blood it, so. uh alex skarsgård yeah from true blood yeah so, so hey everyone loves that show yeah um so next there is um uh, there's talk of sin city 2 finally mm-hmm. seeming to uh really start to pick up speed speed um i'm looking forward to it i love the first sin city i yeah, thought it was I, great um i love the look of it i mean it was right out of the comics Everything. I thought it was perfect. Um, I'm trying to think. I can't remember who directed that. Oh, um, it wasn't, was it Rodriguez? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. Um, I, I hope he, I mean, dude has like a million things on his yeah. schedule. Um, like Spy Kids 4D. <laughs> sometimes you need yeah. four yeah. dimensions. <laughs> uh, what's, the, uh, what's the fifth dimension? I don't know. Someone just comes out and smacks you in the yeah. face in certain scenes. <laughs> There is no screen. They're just there. Yeah, they yeah they just act it out. It's just a play. <laughs> you get you get to be in it. Like wow, this is amazing. It's totally worth the seventy five dollar three D IMAX. Um, yeah, I I loved. I really loved Sin City. I think that was really one of those movies that a lot of people didn't realize was going to be nearly mm-hmm. as good as it was. Well, and and he used Frank Miller as sort of a creative consultant, sort of almost like a co-director on that one. Yeah, and I think that's exactly where Frank Miller, yeah. as close as Frank Miller <laughs> should get to the directing chair, because we all saw the trailer for The Spirit, yeah. and that looked awful. Awful. Well, I didn't even bother. I didn't even bother seeing it. It was like turning the the Will Eisner comic into you know Sin City. Sin City. Yeah, that but was it a bad just idea. didn't translate. Well, I I don't know. I don't know what the hell Frank Miller was thinking doing that because that actually sort of poisoned the well for Sin City 2 mm-hmm. because I think had he not done it in the same style 
and it had been such a bomb, Sin City 2 would have gotten yeah. p- picked up much faster. Yeah, I mean, people are much less likely to uh, to give you a second chance once you've had a, you know, you've used the same style and then bombed out on it. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I, I tried watching it and got about 15 minutes in, and, you know, it, it had Samuel L. Jackson in it, and it was, you know, I thought, well, I'll give it a shot, and no. No. Large machine guns everywhere, and it just wasn't. Yeah. yeah. No, I... It, it looked it looked fairly bad to me, and then the reviews came out. And yeah. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's like, don't even bother saying this. <laughs> so, I didn't. I actually listened to the critics on yeah, that one. I did I, a red box, so. Oh. See, you paid way too much. Yeah. 99 cents too much. <laughs> Wait, a dollar, full dollar. Is it 99 cents or is it an actual buck? It, it's actually a dollar. Yeah, you yeah. paid you paid, a dollar too much. Oh, well, I did have to pay for the gas to get there, so. Wow, you got screwed even more. Yeah. <laughs> you paid more than a dollar. Um, yeah, I'm, I don't know about that one. I, I just, I, I, I don't know. I don't care about it. I don't care about the spirit at all. Mm-mm. Sin City, I hope that they, I hope they do a good job. I mean, I think one of the great things about Sin City is they had that amazing cast. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had Bruce Willis, uh, Mickey Rourke, Mickey Rourke, uh, what's um, Rosario Dawson? Yeah, Rosario Dawson, uh, the guy Elijah from, Wood. Oh God, he was great. In yeah, that, that's right. Yeah. Uh, what's uh, God? I'm drawing a blank uh, from Unusual Suspects. Um, uh, Oh, I can't remember his name. Um, uh, Benicio del Toro. Yes, thank you. Um, I mean, you had a lot of great actors, mm-hmm. and they were all good. Uh, girl, what's the girl uh, who died? Uh, she was in it too. Um, damn, I am really bad today. Um, Brittany Murphy. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was in yeah. it, and um, Clive Owen, who yeah, I loved true. in that movie. He was awesome. Yeah, he was fantastic. So yeah, you had all of these guys. You had all these guys in the movie. And, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I left out one major actor. Powers Booth. <laughs> Powers Booth was in it. Greatest name of an actor mm-hmm. of all time. Powers Booth? Who has the balls to name their kid <laughs> Powers Booth? It's a badass name. That guy was great. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, all of those guys were all, everybody did a great job. There yeah. was no, like, oh, and Jessica Alba. Yeah, yeah, no one was, yeah, no yeah, one was yeah, against yeah, her character. Yeah. No <laughs> one was against her character. Um so, yeah, they, I mean, they all did a really good job, and they were all top-notch, and I thought Rodriguez did a great job. I hope he comes back and does the second one. I look forward to that. Yeah, and two, I mean, it was such a sort of, like, vignette movie, you know, where it had the, the short little vignettes, and you don't really see those very much anymore. I mean, you see just sort of one long, continuous storyline versus it being sort of chopped up in terms of timeline. You know, I, it's funny that you say that. I find that that is only common in indie films now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> I, I make fun of my wife um, for this all the time, and when she hears this, she probably get after me for it. <laughs> but she loves movies that are sort of like based in New York, that are <laughs> like people who live in an apartment building. It's like five different lives intersecting, and there are all these like these five vignettes, and then they all somehow come together at the end. She loves them. She picks them, mm-hmm. and not not that she's looking for them on purpose, but she's like, "Hey, what's that movie?" As we're scrolling through Netflix, and. Nine times out of ten, it's it's those type of movies, and I and they're always indie films, and mm-hmm. and it's so common. It's a it's a thing that's so common now. Yeah, I I mean I think too it comes from you know sort of the non-linear thinker versus the linear thinker kind of format. Yeah, too. I know. I think yeah. that's I think yeah. that's hundred percent right. So I don't know, vignettes apparently. Yeah, these are working. Yeah, at least for me. <laughs> yeah. I I like them. Actually, I love I love stories like that because you're like. Oh man, he better not do that because yeah. it's probably going to affect that woman in two C down the yeah, hall. Right. You know, yeah. Don't punch that wall. It's the butterfly effect. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. But it, I think it's a clever way to tell a story. Yeah, I mean, I guess the last major besides Sin City that you saw that was uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, 
I mean, and that was amazing. I mean, people were very confused mm-hmm. because they don't, people don't really pay attention, but I thought it was done well, well really well. I mean, I, I guess Kill Bill kind of. Yeah, yeah sort of. Bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they go back and forth, but I mean, same director, so it doesn't really Yeah, count. it's not surprising. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, that's true. But I, I, I like the vignettes, um, I, but I, I do hope that Sin City happens eventually mm-hmm. before people totally forget about it because the first one was so great. It really yeah. was. It was excellent. Um, so uh, I, think the rest of the, I think the rest of the episode is probably going to be dedicated to uh, one topic, which is sort of race bending in comics and in comic book movies and sort of an international uh, look at comics. Um, so we were, we were sort of reading and looking around at, um, at, uh, we came across this new, during the, the relaunch, the, the DC relaunch, one of the comics that we saw was one called Batwing. It's like, well, the hell's Batwing? Cause first I was like, yeah, Batwing, everyone knows that. And I was like, oh wait, that's, um, that's Nightwing. That's, right. that's not, you know, that's not surprising that that got rebooted. But Batwing, for people who don't know, is basically about this guy who, um, is in the Democratic Republic of the Congo in Africa, and Batman goes there and says, "Hey, this one cop, you should uh, you should join join forces with me and become Batwing, and um, you can come under the Batman Incorporated uh, banner." And so this guy's like the Congo's Batman. So yeah. it's like, wow, I didn't know they were doing that. I had heard of Batman Inc., but I didn't mm-hmm. realize that it. It stretched quite this far. It was kind of interesting. Yeah, and, and especially for DC, who's you know normally not that far out on the fringes. No, <laughs> DC at all. I mean, they're like you were saying earlier. They're like yeah. the Boy Scouts. Yeah, it's like oh, let's keep it safe. Yeah, keep it safe. Keep Don't want to offend anybody. Don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like blacks, yeah. Spider Man. Yeah. You crazy? Cool. We, you know, we can't do that. <laughs> uh, come on, man. Batman wears black. That's enough. You know, like we have a couple of black characters. That's it. Yep. That's it. Don't want to go any further. Yeah. It's like, look, we gave you John Stewart, right? All right. <laughs> He's a Green Lantern. You know, he didn't replace your And not favorite. the John Stewart from The Daily Show. Yeah. <laughs> Which would be awesome. <laughs> that John Stewart should be a superhero. He is a superhero. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I thought, that was, I thought that was pretty interesting. And then, so we did some more research. And um, apparently this Batman Incorporated. So the idea behind this, and I I'm, I'm want to actually go back and read this comic. Mm-hmm. The idea is that. Uh, Batman decides to basically start up a franchise, like an international <laughs> McDonald's, and he goes around the world to these other parts, uh, these troubled parts of the world, and says, hey, you know, you're a really good cop, or you know, whoever these vigilantes are, and says, you should join up with me under this banner, and um, you know, I'll fund you, and I'll help you out, sort of thing. And actually, in the comics, Bruce Wayne... You know, he comes out as giving money to Batman Inc. Like publicly, mm-hmm. he's like, "This is a good idea. I agree with it." <laughs> yeah, of course you agree with it. You're freaking Batman, you know. But so but nobody knows. <laughs> no one, no <laughs> one, except for Superman. Superman yeah. probably knows. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I mean, so there's Batman. So he's, uh, or excuse me, Batwing, who's Africa's Batman. Then there's El Gaucho, who mm-hmm. is Argentina's Batman, and these guys all look totally different. Mm-hmm. Then there's Black Bat who apparently was Batgirl at one point, and she's Hong Kong's Batman slash woman. Um, then there's Night Runner, who's French. So uh, he's in Paris. Then there's Knight and Squire, who are British. Uh, I guess there's some sort of team. I guess mm-hmm. it's like a Batman and so. Robin team. Yeah. Um, there's Mr. Unknown, who's Japanese. There's Dark Ranger, who's Australian. So apparently the Batman Inc., I mean, this mm-hmm. thing is working. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they're going international with this. I, I found it. I found it really fascinating. I think it's kind of a cool way to garner characters from different races and different backgrounds all together, um, but under a same like sort of banner that everyone knows. Yeah, and and two, you know, you're moving out of Gotham. You're not just focused on this one location. You're actually branching out other parts of the world so that you're being a lot more philanthropic in Bruce Wayne's case. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he needs to be. What a selfish <laughs> jerk that guy's been all these years. Um, just fighting out his own angst. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why don't you help someone else out, Bruce? You have billions of dollars. <laughs> um, but I did think it was interesting, though, on the website that we read this on, it said, you know, you know, this new Batwing character... Will people care? Like, 
why why is that a question? Yeah, it doesn't even seem like that should enter anyone's mind as to why they would right. care. Yeah, either you like the comic character or you don't. I, I, I mean, I understand this like weird initial thought to say like, oh, but they're but he's from Africa. So what? Black Panther's from Africa. He's like one of the like top grossing comics. People love Black Panther. Yeah. And and then we talked about the fact that Marvel's always been one to sort of take the risk, quote unquote. Yeah. And and go out there and, and do things that um would sort of further the comic genre. I right, mean, exactly. Well, I I mean I don't know if you I don't know if you know this, um, people out there, but um I mean originally uh Professor X and Magneto, they are modeled after Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, for people who don't know that. And you can look that up on Wikipedia. I'm not just making mm-hmm. it up. Um, which is kind of an interesting thing. I mean, I mean, the X-Men are ba- or mutants in, in uh, Marvel Universe are basically, I mean, it came about during like the Civil Rights Movement right. for a reason. It wasn't, you know, they weren't, <laughs> you know, they weren't like, hey, you know, this would be a really good idea. I mean, they did it on purpose. Um, so, I, I mean... Marvel definitely has more of a background in doing pushing sort of social so mm-hmm. like geopolitical social political things. So it was interesting to see this coming from DC of all places. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know when you look at the the sort of um split and you think about the philosophies of, you know, Professor X and um Magneto, that's that's sort of an interesting take in in the sort of um pacifist versus, you know, reactionary uh, right. outlooks. Yeah, no, I, I mean, but that's I mean, one. Those characters are fantastic anyway. Their their right. dynamic is great. But yeah, I mean, it, it takes a real. I I think it takes a real understanding of people and a real, you know, ability to write a good story to get those two characters out there and make people really care about them. Mm-hmm. And then you look and you go, hey, maybe Magneto's not so bad. Yeah, and maybe Professor X isn't right all the time. You know, right. I mean, you saw that in the movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, in First Class, they 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 didn't make either character all good or all bad. I thought that was a good idea. Well, and two though, they didn't take the full on risk though. If you think about actually allowing those characters to be, um, you know, black, for instance. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's true. I, I mean, mean, when the when the comic was created. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. They, I mean, that didn't happen. They, I mean, <laughs> it's what, still how, Yeah. I mean, how long was it before Storm showed up? Right, <laughs> good, a good ten years, ten fifteen years before, yeah, probably ten, a good ten years before she showed up, and um, in the comics as a major character. So, yeah, and Black Panther, I mean, that took a while. I mean, that was well into the seventies, and mm-hmm. Luke Cage, that was well into the seventies, and that's you know that almost Luke Cage almost goes into that whole black exploitation feel a little. Oh bit. yeah, I mean, come yeah. on, <laughs> come on. He was, I, I, I mean, the new version of him mm-hmm. is is much better but yeah, yeah i never i could never get behind mm-hmm. the idea of him with that like yellow shirt and yeah. yeah it looked ridiculous i i was like yeah i don't care i don't care what people say i'm not reading that that looks it looks ridiculous but now like they gave him a yellow shirt but it's like a regular shirt he doesn't look like a pimp from, okay like, so the it's not like you know split down the front right like he looks <laughs> a little bit more reasonable they shaved his head he doesn't have like an afro with like a headband on yeah i mean it was I mean, I, I get it. It's for the time, but they should have changed that maybe a while yeah. ago. I mean, it, he recently got that look in the last maybe five years. Yeah, because I was going to say... Five, maybe eight years. Back when I was in the seventh, eighth grade, I was still getting comics that had, you know, he was still wearing the same outfit. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> it's like 94, 93. Yeah. yeah, like, come on, guys. A <laughs> little bit of an update yeah. here. Even Superman isn't wearing underwear anymore. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. Um, yeah, so I, I, I think that's really interesting. I'm personally going to go out and, and get this Batwing stuff because it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's I starting at number one. I'd like to check it out and see yeah. if it's any good. See if they really actually try to develop the character or if they're trying to just make, you know, just trying to make a buck off of the whole like, hey, black Spider-Man, you know, idea. I hope that they're yeah, not. I hope I, they're not. I hope that they're actually legit, legitimately trying to develop these characters because I'll read it. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I, from what I understand, uh, Batwing is the only one really in that uh, list that we gave that's getting his, his own comic run. That's that's what I saw. I mean, that's that's the way I read it. Yeah. So, so must be pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Must be pretty good. Uh, and the art actually looked pretty good from the mm-hmm. from the things I saw. Um, but then let I mean let's sort of move this conversation into like the race bending in comics yeah. and in comic book movies. 
I mean, we've got the ultimate Spider-Man now is Miles mm-hmm. Morales. He's half black, half Latino. Um, you've got Black Nick Fury in the in the Ultimates. Mm-hmm. Um, Idris Elba playing Hymdral in uh, in Thor. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean the Kingpin in that that's true that um, stellar Daredevil, Daredevil. movie. <laughs> um, he was a Michael Clark Duncan. Um, Perry White in the new Superman movie is uh, being played by Lawrence Fishburne. Okay. Yes, yeah. Perry White. That's right, ladies and yes. gentlemen. Perry White will be black. <laughs> but you know, you know, people said, "Oh, you can't change." Uh, yeah, I, I read these forms and stuff. It's like, "Oh, you can't change Perry White to being uh, to being played by a, a black actor." There's nothing about Perry White that's inherently white. Nothing except for his last name. <laughs> it's not doesn't even make him white. It's just that his exactly. name happens to be white. But there's nothing. There's but there's nothing about that character that's no. inherently white. Nothing. He's a newspaper owner. He couldn't be black back in the day because well, black people didn't own newspapers. I mean, come on. Exactly. That's it. That's I it. mean, but but if you think about the um, the sort of I guess undercurrent in terms of the, the the sort of philosophy around what people might think that that character has to be. Right. You know what I mean? Like, um, if you think about the qualities that they think about that a, a newspaper director has to have, then they think about the stereotypical qualities that they might associate with that role. Right. And well, so. Yeah, I I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, I, I didn't understand. <laughs> it was like, um, in Thor, you know, the, yeah. the, like, white supremacist group that came out. I don't yeah. remember that. They came out and said, oh, you can't have Idris Elba as... You know, as one of the as one of the uh, the characters in there, he's black. Blah 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 blah. It's like they're from a different dimension, and it's a comic book movie. <laughs> Are you seriously arguing that? What, do you have a pro? Do you not have a problem with the six legged horses? Because those aren't real. Like you know that, right? They're they're fake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is a movie. Well, and, and I think I think that's the the good part about actually you know changing up these these roles is that. Um, you know, for people who do have this fixed notion of what things should be, it, it sort of shakes that up a bit. Right. Yeah. I, I, I mean, having the notion of like, hey, these characters should look this way. They've looked mm-hmm. this way for a long time. Yeah, they change, man. Comics change. It's mm-hmm. not like I'd like to just stay for the record. It's not as if there aren't. <laughs> white comic book characters like right. there's no there's no endangerment that like all the characters oh, no. are, you know they're solely encroaching on this yeah. you know i mean i hear arguments um oh well how would you feel if they made a black um uh, or excuse me like a white luke cage <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, movie or uh they cast i'm trying to think of them uh if they cast war machine let's say mm-hmm. as um as a white guy well, that would be ridiculous because there's only like eight. Like, I mean, seriously, there's. Yeah, I, I mean, mean you can only you can name on your hand how many prominent black characters there are, or excuse me, not even black, non-white. Right. I mean, you throw everybody in there, and I'm sorry, the world is made up of more non-white people than it is white people, and in the comics, it's like 97 percent white. Well, and when you look at the Avengers, I mean, other than than Black Panther, there's nobody. Well, they, they bring Luke Cage in every once in a while. They're like, yeah, hey, yeah. come in. All yeah. right, we're done with yeah, you. Yeah, and we're done with you now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I saw an article. It was so frustrating to me where this woman said, oh, you know, when they an- announced Miles Morales as a new Spider-Man, she says, oh, this is ridiculous. What are white kids going, what characters are they going to look up to? I don't know. Uh, the other Spider-Man. Yeah, the other 400. <laughs> yeah, 400. Four, four like, million. Yeah, 4 million. <laughs> like, I don't know. Captain America, Peter Parker. And, mm-hmm. Because it's just in the Ultimates. It's not yeah, like it's yeah. in the Amazing Spider-Man. He's still regular white Peter Parker, you know. So, I don't know. Captain America, Spider-Man, Superman, Batman, The Flash. Like, all of the major characters, you know, across I mean, comics. Were, I mean, white culture is already considered to be the sort of quote unquote dominant culture in terms of how, you know, how things are perceived. So why shouldn't we have, you know, all all races and creeds represented? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to have characters who can fly to the moon and they shoot lasers out of their eyes, what the hell does it matter what color they are? And I, I don't, I mean, I don't buy the argument of having like, Oh, you can't have black characters. It, you know, black actors play certain characters unless the character is inherently white. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't, 
you know, as much as I'm fine with having Nick Fury be played by mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson, because that's a great role yeah. for him. It's awesome. Um, I don't know. If they suddenly came out and said, we're making a new uh, Superman movie starring Will Smith, I'd be like, what? Like, that doesn't make sense. You know, well, I just, I don't know. It's not that Superman's inherently white, but he's like such a, such a character who is such a huge, who's just looked a certain way for so long. I, I mean, I know it's slightly hypocritical, but like that, I could understand. Well, yeah, but think back to um, right after the death of Superman, and you had the the rise of the Superman, right. and um, oh, you know, I'm trying to think of the the name of the Steel. Steel. There you right. go. Yeah, and of course we had Shaq play the um, <laughs> the the movie. What you can see is me shaking my head and looking down, disgusted. God, that but, shouldn't have never been made. But there was a translation there. I mean, at least. Superman could be translated into, you know, a black character. Yeah. Well, I mean, not that Shaquille O'Neal did a necessarily great job of no, it. No, <laughs> no, no. He shouldn't have been. He shouldn't have been Steel. He shouldn't have been anything. He's not a good actor. I mean, he looks like Steel, but he's yeah, not yeah. a good actor. Um, but well, there's. It's funny because there's actually there's an alternate universe in DC Comics where there actually is a black Superman. Mm-hmm. His his alter ego, though, which I find hilarious, his alter ego. He's the president of the United States. So in your spare time, you're the most powerful man in the world. And in your Superman, <laughs> you're the most powerful. You're even more powerful. Like, all right, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like, wow. Okay, what a secret identity. No one in the White House is like, dude, where's the president? Yeah, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Like, <laughs> we got to sign some bills here. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Well, I got to be Superman for a minute. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. So yeah. apparently black Superman, better than white Superman because he's president. Suck on that, Clark Kent. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I thought that was just funny. Like, yeah. wow, he's, he's, he's president. That's amazing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think the race-bending thing is always interesting anytime any of these movies come out. I mean, people complain, you know, like I said, the, the white supremacist group complained about uh, Idris Elba. But, you know, they're like, oh, no, all the, all the, all the, go- all the, um, all these gods were, they were white. You know, they were these Viking gods, these Norse gods. They were all white. Except for no one complained about Hogan the Grim. Dude's Mongolian looking. Uh-huh. He's pretty Asian. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's Asian in the comics too, guys. Yeah. You know why? Because they're mythical. They're not even in the comics the they're not they're, <laughs> they're yeah. They're not from Earth. <laughs> right, exactly. They're not even from Earth. I mean, like that that was the great irony. It's like people are yelling and screaming about the they're not true to Norse mythology. Well, the comics they're 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 aliens. They're, they're not. They're actually mm-hmm. not true to the Norse mythology in the <laughs> comics. So does it matter? I mean, there was nothing about Idris Elba's playing that character was like, man, if he was white, it would have been better. No. No. No, there no. was nothing. It was, he was a badass. He had a yeah. giant sword. He said a couple of cool lines. Roll credits. I mean, that, that was it. Yeah, it, yeah, it just seems like a ludicrous argument to me. I, I, I agree. I mean, like I said, if they were like, hey, we're going to change like Batman or Superman, I would be like, I don't know that I agree with that. I, 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 would, I, I, I would actually personally have a problem with that. Not because they're black uh, or Asian or, you know, whatever, but because just, like, those are such fundamental characters in, in the comic universe, mm-hmm. I wouldn't agree to change those. But some character like Perry White, it's not a fundamental character at all. Even Nick Fury, I mean... They changed, they changed him in the comics. This is not them changing him in the movie where that would have been weird. If, like, Black Nick Fury didn't exist in the Ultimates yeah. and then they just suddenly made it Samuel Jackson, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, that's strange. But, you know, once again, he's not a pivotal character, though. Yeah, I, I guess I, I really have no problem with them changing pretty much any character, though, because I think, um, you know, I, I'm of the, the viewpoint that you can just sort of remix anything that exists out there. So we could have multiple versions of just about any character. Yeah, well, I mean, it's true. I mean, yeah. I, I do think it's kind of funny that people are were shocked and couldn't believe that the new Spider-Man was black. Dude's from Queens. You, have, has anyone <laughs> been to Queens? I, I'm sorry, but Queens is, Queens is a pretty minority-driven uh, area. So technically, in the comics... If you know if he's written today, Spider Man would not be white. Like <laughs> yeah, from yeah. Queens, he would not be white, not at all. But back in the forties when he was written, Queens was a white area, so they're like, "Hey, he's from Queens." I mean, come on, that's crazy. You Plus, know? I mean, they're, they're the the times were different. I mean, yeah, it was just, vastly different. Yeah, of course. So, as far as the race bending thing goes, I I don't know. I 
I think there's an argument to be made if you're talking about changing like some like pillar of comics. Um, but also, one, they're not even doing race bending in the regular, you know, regular runs. They're doing the alternate universe. Yeah. is when yeah. they do them. So I mean, I mean, if you're gonna do the race bending, if you're gonna do it, go ahead and do it in Amazing Spider-Man or something like that. But do you have more of a problem with it happening in DC or with Marvel or either one? No, I, I mean, no, my views are equal on both sides. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, like we were talking about, Marvel always pushes the envelope, yeah. I think, a little bit more. Um, and that's why they're doing better. Mm-hmm. But, no, I mean, I, you know, DC wants to switch it up, switch it up, I don't care. I, I think having a white Black Panther would be weird, you know? If Marvel yeah, that, that'd be a lot. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm the, a prince of the most powerful country in Africa. I'm white. Like, yeah. Yeah, it might not go over well. Well, so. it's kind of like the Luke Cage video we watched earlier. Oh yeah, if, if people haven't seen this, check out YouTube. Um, this they do this. These guys did a spoof of making a Luke Cage movie, but they do race bending the other way with like the skinny white mm-hmm. kid playing Luke Cage. It's hilarious because, in, in some ways, you get to see how ludicrous the argument yeah, is. Yeah, you know? like pu- push to the push to the nth degree, I guess. But yeah, I, I thought that was pretty funny. And yeah. also saying sweet Christmas all the time was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> I don't I, I personally don't understand why that character should even remotely get its own his own movie. I, I don't think he deserves his own movie. No. 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 I mean, I guess if you do Heroes for Hire with him in Iron Fist, mm, yeah, maybe. I think more combo movies. I think that's That's what needs to happen. Yeah I, yeah, I think you need to really and not just like I know the Avengers is obviously coming and we're all sucked about that. And that's a, obviously a huge amalgam of all these characters. But like just one-offs, mm-hmm. you know, like where you have Ghost Rider and Blade uh, running together, and you have um, Spider-Man and Punisher. Yeah, well, yeah. unfortunately, because Sony owns the rights to yeah, Spider-Man, exactly. that'll never happen. But that would, if they didn't, that would be awesome. Because mm-hmm. in the comics, the, their first interaction is Punisher's hunting Spider-Man, exactly, which is great. Mm-hmm. That would be really cool to see. And then you know they sort of go, oh, okay, we're cool. Um, but that would that would be really neat. I, I think. After Marvel does the Avengers, I'd love to see them try to do some more, like, to do some combo stuff. I think it would be cool. You could just do one-offs and mm-hmm. be like, all right, you know, like sort of like a little mini-series, basically, in the midst of making these movies. You know, you garner some real interest because, yeah. you know, people who like Ghost Rider, for instance, and people who like Blade, you can bring those two groups together. I, I think probably the biggest issue with that is, um, you know, someone like Spider-Man's very sort of clean-cut. And then you bring the Punisher in, and yeah, the, that's the two very different dynamic would be kind of odd. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah, it'd be serious. It'd be a rated R Spider-Man movie. Yeah, that's it. Either that, or uh, you know, it'd go the opposite direction, and then it really wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> a rated G Punisher yes. movie. <laughs> G for great. Like, oh God, he shoots fluffy unicorns or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he only punches you in the arm. Like, yes. oh, he got you. With like, a glove. Yeah, like, <laughs> with a, but like a boxing glove. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, Spider-Man, I'm going to get you. Like, man, this is... Like, yeah, shaking your fist shaking in the his air. fist in the <laughs> air. Like a Saturday morning 80s cartoon yes. version of The Punisher. Like, oh, man, this is bad. <laughs> they should have gone with R-rated Spider-Man. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I don't know. I I uh, I look forward to to seeing that idea happen more. I, I'm actually going to write, I think I'm going to write up something on the, on the blog about that. Yeah, I that, think it, it would be good to, to have a more in-depth like, conversation on that. Yeah, like, who would you like to see do crossover films? Um, and also, oh, <laughs> as, uh, as the days tick on, we are one day closer to um, Fox losing the rights to Fantastic Four. I don't know when it happens, ah. but it's coming up, it's got to be coming up here within the year, I imagine, because... They have no plans to make a Fantastic Four movie, and I'm just rubbing my hands together quietly, hoping that they lose it to Marvel and let Marvel actually reboot it and do mm-hmm. well with that. Oh, God, I hope so. Well, the other two have been terrible, so. And we won't even mention the bootleg copy. Oh, the freaking <laughs> 80s yeah. one? Mm. I didn't see it, but I want to see it. Micah, Micah has yeah, one. Yeah, Micah yeah. Has one. I got to see it. But I know Micah's not here this week, but um, he's a huge, huge uh Doctor Doom fan, so he is he is dying for that to go back to mm-hmm. Marvel because he wants to see Doom done right, and I would agree with that. I think it would be really cool. Plus, well, bringing them into the um, uh, the Marvel connected universe would be amazing. Yeah, yeah they, especially they, with such, like an Avengers, you know, tie in or something. Yeah, because they're such a huge part mm-hmm. of, of the Marvel universe with like Civil War mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. It would be really cool to see that done right. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, definitely check us out. Uh, our blog is thenerdpocalypse.com. Um, so check it out. We're going to have uh, some entries on stuff from the show and, um, and some discussions. And we'd love for you guys to come by and, uh, you know, give some notes and things like that or some comments and, you know, tell us what you think. Sounds good. Um, otherwise, we will see you guys later. Uh, enjoy your week. Thanks. Bye. Because you woke up in the morning with initiative to move, so I make it harder. Don't hold back. If you think about it, so many people do be cool and look smarter. Don't hold back. And you shouldn't even care about those losers in the air and the crooked stairs. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.